Hare Krishna, so we are very fortunate to have her place uh, one Malini Manjiri Mataji on our conference call on everyday chant and uh, Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam and the verse is uh, 526.24 Okay Mataji, please take over <coughs> Hare Krishna Sakit Mangala Charan Kriyas Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Ajnana Shalakayam Chakshuram Militam Nina Tasmai Shri Guraveenama Sri Chaitanya Manovishtam Tapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandiham Sri Guru Sri Utapadakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Tagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostuti Tattakanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Manishwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpataru Bhyasya Krupa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavi Bhyo Namo Namaham Anantakoti Vaishnavindu Kijay Shila Prabhupada Kijay Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shrivasadi Gauravakta Vundam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet We are doing chapter 26 verse I guess 24 Yeah 24 So this is the description of the hellish planets which are way below the Patala Loka where the Jiva goes after leaving the body material body here in on the earth planet and uh, gets his share of sufferings for the sinful activities that he has performed but even in this hellish planet there is a little bit of enjoyment that there is a little bit of gap in between these punishments that's what we see all the material worlds are a combination of enjoyment and suffering so we're going in detail Parikshit Maharaj asks um, Sukhdev Goswami where are these village planets are they on the earth outside the universe what's the deal about these planets do we have to go somewhere else out of the universe for suffering or are there everything is inside this universe so everything is so complete 
supreme personality of godhead has made everything so complete he is complete and all the emanations all the creations that are coming from him are also so complete so the hellish planets are also inside the universe um that is the description going on in the previous verses different kinds of punishments different kinds of sufferings uh that we get it's good to know all these things so that we can be cautious of not performing them but human mind is so uh tricky if it is not controlled it forgets the punishments and uh, when our emotions are high or when our uh, sense gratification is high when we are so much engrossed in the bodily concept of life we lose our intelligence to remember all these things that we are reading because intelligence is supposed to guide us control the mind and take us on the right path soul has to use the intelligence to guide the mind and take us on the right path and remind us on the right time so that oh i know this i should not be doing this if i do this there is a consequence for this and i have to face that consequence so we do we do the action without thinking of a consequence or with thinking that we are not responsible for the consequences we do that and we forget but the consequence karma is so strong karma does know its address the consequences we have to face either in this life or next life or uh, and it also leaves an impression in the mind which makes our personality so we may be thinking that i'm doing this action only once i'll do this and i let go of my anger my jealousy my envy that i'm having on the opposite person so i perform this and after performing it we think that okay i'm done i'm happy i have took i took my i satisfied my ego i satisfied my anger i satisfied my a uh, jealous feeling or whatsoever that is driving me to do this sinful activities and we know that lust is the only reason krishna clearly says in bhagavad gita and it sits in different levels lust which pushes us to perform these sinful activities but we we forget that the action that we have done does not just um uh, leave uh, does not just end by performing the action but it leaves a deep impression in our mind which develops into our personalities which uh, drives us which motivates or drives our future actions also and more than that uh, the consequences only we have to face and we have to endure those consequences so action doesn't end by just performing that action at that minute like how we think like you know oh now i am satisfied i gave it back to the opposite person it does, it is it does not work like that so knowing about these hellish planets a, chap, a small chapter at the end of fifth canto helps us other puranas have detailed expression detailed explanation of these uh, of these hellish planets but this small chapter is good enough for us to remind to keep ourselves safe from performing sinful activities etve ihavaishwa गर्धपतयो ब्रह्मनाद्यो मृगाय विहार अतिथे मृगा संपरेताल 
ಅತೀರ್ಥೆ other than prescribed cha also mrugan animals nignanti khil tan dem api indeed samparethan having died lakshabhutan becoming the targets yamapurushaha the assistance of yamaraja ishubihi by arrows vidyanti priyas if in this life a man of the higher classes brahmana kshatriya and vaishya is very fond of taking his pet dogs mules or asses into the forest to hunt and kill animals unnecessarily he is placed after death into the hell known as prana pranarodha they are the their the assistants of amraja make him their targets and pierce him with arrows in the western countries especially aristocrats keep dogs and horses to hunt animals in the forest whether in the west or east aristocrat men in the kaliyuga adopt the fashion of going to the forest and unnecessary killing animals men of the higher classes the brahmana kshatriyas and vaishyas should cultivate knowledge of brahman and they should also give the sudras a chance to come to that platform if instead they indulge in hunting they are punished as described in this verse not only are they pierced with arrows by agents of amaraja but they are also put into the ocean of pus urine and stool described in the previous words pyuda pyoda imagining itself is so scary so those of us so the aristocrat class or the brahmana kshatriyas and vaishyas who are supposed to develop an intelligence knowledge based on the shastras and understand that we should not be performing any kind of non violence killing animals for sense pleasure so don't many times people either take the instructions from the scriptures and go to one extreme or another extreme and they think that oh i have to be non violent so something is attacking me also i should be sitting calm uh, and i uh, i act so we do those kind of things when we are nearly not really not at brahman level and we are trying to imitate somebody if we are at brahman level we automatically do the certain things we are not even affected if something is hurting us and then automatically we will be very compassionate towards the other in living entity the thing that we have to follow is that we are not killing the animals for our sense pleasure if you see nowadays everybody enjoys eating um animals killing animals and eating and they proudly also say that i eat all kinds of animals which is uh, which is crawling which is walking which is what what not they eat and people uh think that as their accomplishment in saying that i'm somebody who can eat everything who can digest everything or it's like it's like one of the achievements or like sense pleasure people say but little that they know about uh, this thing that uh, 
when they are killing an animal and eating for sense pleasure the same animal is waiting for them to kill and eat or the assistants of amaraj uh, uh, are waiting to pierce and eat so this is ignorance or not knowing that unnecessarily killing causing harm hurt to other living entities is going to come back to us as a consequence um so people are unaware of that prabhu nicely writes that not only the men who are elevated in knowledge on the scriptures who have enriched their intelligent through the scriptures and understand that causing harm to the animals or uh, killing the animals for the sense pleasure and eating uh, is going to put them in this hellish planet uh, pranor pranaroda they have to educate the sudras also uh, who are who who don't have that kind of intelligence educate them encourage them to eat not eat the uh, animals they have to help them to raise the dark platform so something if we know we should try to give it to the people who doesn't know in a way that they can understand it and follow it we by following ourselves first have to educate the people and they also take their pet animals to the um forest for uh, hunting that is what here is mentioned like uh, dogs and horses are taken uh, to hunt not only so what I, what is the consequence of this is like if instead they indulge in hunt, hunting they are punished as as described in this verse not only are they pierced with arrows by the agents of amaraja but they are also put into the ocean of pus urine and stool described in the previous verse because they pierce those animals and eat um they are they is going to that so sometime back we might have seen the uh, or videos of um, hunting of uh, sorry videos of uh, slaughter houses you know that will make any body feel so much pain um like we may, those of us who are vegetarians may be thinking that you know okay i am not indulging in hunting animals so i am safe but we should have to put an extra endeavor of protecting them also like or help protecting them like there are many temples many places who carry on cow protection we can protect any animal that's not that we should only but especially cows should be protected but because cow is considered as another mother seven mothers that anybody have so cows protection so we should not think we should go extend ourselves extend our understanding of um not causing violence uh, by even protecting when we are not eating we can extend by protecting uh, uh those animals in that way actually we are saving an animal from getting slaughtered um and we should educate the people who are eating also um trying to explain to them in different ways nowadays anyway uh, health does not support eating so we can take that option also and try to educate um and then uh, bringing up the point what sasra is telling that there is a soul in each living entity and it also experiences that pain so this basic knowledge is not there in many people you might be finding many people religious also but their religiosity is only like on the festival days or on occasional days 
and apart from those days they have uh, especially meat eating days remaining all these they eat meat earlier in india people who eat meat also they eat only uh, on certain days not every day because we lack the scriptural knowledge we lack the understanding um, and we are ignorant in so many ways we may be very intelligent in material front like all of us are studying so well we can use the gadgets now um everybody has a, a comfortable life luxurious life but on the spiritual front on the scriptural front we are so utterly stupid utterly ignorant and then we don't even consider uh, at least on those days the consumption of meat is less um and the uh, and the uh, slaughtering of the animals was less because people used to eat only on certain days because we are becoming more and more ignorant at the spiritual front it is continuing every day so up, along with giving this knowledge to those uh, who are eating we also should add something because all these things need a spiritual strength to practice so many of the things that we see read in the scriptures we feel like following that but when it comes when time comes to follow we don't have that strength to follow so when we are giving this knowledge we should not just give that knowledge and let it uh, uh let it let 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 us leave the responsibility of following it on the jiva jiva needs an immense support the living entity needs an immense support from the supreme personality of godhead so we need to give the holy name also to them chanting of the holy name and when we give chanting of the holy name when we start with giving chanting of the holy name and also this knowledge of what should be done what should not be done slowly slowly progress will happen and they will try to follow what should be done and they should they avoid what should, they should not be done so just saying that you know you have to correct this might not help if you are not a determined person or if you are not a strong willed person but telling them that i agree this is very difficult to practice but you are going to derive strength from chanting of the holy name of the lord so add chanting of holy name of the lord to you and keep this idea of giving up this in future and you eventually come to there will definitely help the people just telling that stop won't help how to stop giving knowledge about how to stop also helps and go to next verse 25 <clears throat> ट Iha in this life, why indeed Dambika, very proud of wealth and a prestigious position, Damba Yajneshu in a sacrifice performed to increase prestige, pursue animals, vicious, viciousanti, kill, burn them, amsum, amsumin loke in the next world, vaishase, vaishasa or vishasana, narake into the hell, patitan, fallen, nirayata, nirayapataya, assistance of Yamaraja. yata itva causing sufficient pain vishasanti kill 
So this is another place or incident where people kill animals. A person who in this life is proud of his eminent position and who heedlessly sacrifices animals simply for material prestige is put into hell called Vaishasana Vishasana Vishasana after death. There the assistants of Yamaraja kill him after giving him unlimited pain. This is another form of killing the animals. People proudly display in their, in their houses uh, the skulls of the animals they display or they they talk about their hunting and they talk about their killing propensity when they gathered in the family fam family functions or anything and especially when they perform auspicious activities like marriage and all which is such an auspicious activity but they make it inauspicious by uh, killing these animals and uh, distributing these animals as a meat food in the marriages and all. So again this leads to the ignorance that their, uh, their, uh, their intelligence is covered or they don't even ever try to educate themselves of the scriptures. Um, so they don't even, they are not even aware and uh, completely blinded by their prestigious position because any kind of an affluence makes us more and more materially conscious, makes us more and more bodily conscious and then we forget that we are a soul and then we think that this body is everything and we have to do everything to enjoy these senses and we think that we are who we are in this life, in this body, so and so person, so wealthy, so famous, so rich, so I have to grow even that by showing my skills of killing these animals. So perfect, Prabhupada writes, this, if you see these kind of people get unlimited pain, there is no limit for their pain. In Bhagavad Gita 6.41, Krishna says, Suchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashto Bijayate. Because of his previous connection with Bhakti Yoga, a man is born into a prestigious family of Brahmanas or aristocrats. Having taken such a birth, one should utilize it to perfect Bhakti Yoga. However, due to bad association, one often gets one often forgets that his prestigious position has been given to him by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he misuses it by performing various kinds of so-called ignas like Kali Puja or Kali Puja, sorry, or Durga Puja in which poor animals are sacrificed. How such a person is punished is described herein. The word Damba Igneshu in this verse is significant. If one violates the Vedic instructions while performing Ignā and simply makes a show of sacrifice for the purpose of killing animals, he is punishable after death. In Calcutta, there are many slaughterhouses where animal flesh is sold that has supposedly been offered in sacrifice before the goddess Kali. The Sastras enjoin that one can sacrifice a small goat before goddess Kali once a month. However, now where is it said that one can maintain a slaughterhouse? in the name of temple worship and daily kill animals unnecessarily. Those who do so receive the punishments described herein. So Krishna Prabhupada so wonderfully puts, summarizes everything here. This is the Vishasana hell. So people out of ignorance consume for their own sense gratification and here he says that some of the living entities are born into prestigious families because of their uh, 
pious activities or because of their connection with bhakti in their previous life. Because they are given an opportunity again, the yogi who is incomplete, who did not complete his devotional service, who is still not there at to liberation or going back to Godhead, he will be given again an opportunity where he will be having a little bit better life in this material world where he doesn't need to spend a lot of time in earning money for his livelihood or where he has easy access to the scriptures and where he has easy access to um, to lead a life in Sattva Guna uh, to keep him, himself away from so many of the things which uh, which bring which which motivates him to do sin uh, like Brahmana Kshetriyas and uh, Brahmanas and aristocrat families, very rich families. So when we are born in those families, unfortunately, we forget the privilege or the position or the convenience that we have been given, and we either exploit that and rule over the other people, or we indulge ourselves in more and more sense gratification. We indulge ourselves in more and more sense gratification. Uh, because now that we have money, and then um, uh, even the Brahmanas, nowadays if you see, they are not Vaishnavas, they are not devotees, they are religious. Uh, the I mean, not everybody, I, I am not saying like everybody, but those who don't really read the scriptures and just born in the family, and uh, they are not really uh, following the things, I see most of them uh, are perverted. Like, uh, they are like, you know, uh, they eat more, they consume more, non, uh, they consume more, they break all the rules, uh, they participate in more intoxication, I always wonder, like, what kind, what kind, what made them to do this? So they want to be equal with everyone else, or they want to uh, enjoy everything else also, or they want to be one among the others. They don't want to be somebody who is left out. No, all my friends are enjoying, all my friends are doing, so I'll do for my friends. So, because of the bad association, which Prabhupada mentions here, like, these people, because of the association they are in, out of peer pressure, or out of uh, being being to be one among the their associations, or thinking that like they are all happy by performing all these things, why should I be left out? I will also be my I will also might be happy. There is nothing like wrong in doing all these things. Uh, this is the equality they are trying to bring, which is so much wrong at the bodily level and sense gratification level. The equality is at the soul level for all the living entities. And if we really have to, uh, uh, an educated and intelligent as person who is well-versed in the Sastric versions, sees the equality at the soul level. But the equality, the so-called equality of the modern people or all the educated folks, ed educated people think is that I will be equal with everyone by eating meat, by indulging myself in intoxication by doing whatever the other people are doing, illicit sex, gambling, everything. Um, I will involve in myself in that and I will be also one among them. So, instead of taking advantage of the opportunity they have been given, they have acquired that opportunity by themselves because uh, from their previous lives and now they forgot. 
and they uh, they they because of their bad association association plays an important role association makes somebody who is having all these bad qualities also to give up when you are associating for good people so voluntarily we have to make an effort with somebody who is very regular in doing the things somebody who is regularly going to temple somebody who is regular in service somebody who chants very nicely but what we do when we see a person who is a little bit above than us uh, you know we start feeling jealous we will find reasons saying how do how can i um, find a fault in this person and uh, uh, how can i find a fault in this person and uh, bring down all his glory like somebody may be glorifying this person saying you know mataji that person uh, that mataji or that prabhu ji chants so wonderfully that prabhu or that mataji never skips performing ekadashi uh, never breaks any rule and then we will be instead of getting inspired from them and trying to learn from them and be happy and respect um, be happy and try to follow and we will try to see what is the fault in them which i can attribute and say that or what is that uh, um, uh, what is that making them to do this or what helplessness uh, what uh, is pushing them to do this so we find some other reason other than their thing so association what we choose even though we are not there yet we should be always associating with people who inspires us who encourages who keeps us in track in our devotional service this is very very important after coming into the devotional service also we feel like we sometimes what happens is without knowing the value of the association or for what we are associating actually we bring material thinking into that association also like we start gossiping around we start finding faults we start talking behind and all those things which we should stop and we should keep krishna in the center and our association for making us progress in our krishna consciousness and any any association even within the krishna conscious uh, group which is bringing us bad we have to keep ourselves away because even otherwise because of our conditioned nature how much ever uh, we are trying the maya attracts us so much and we get involved in sense gratification or the things that will pull us back that works anyway so we don't need to put an uh, we don't need to put uh, some more oil in it some more catalyst in a, uh, some more uh, thing in that that we go and associate with the people who are not serious and then we will go down further so we should not be somebody who is like you know my i will be here also i'll be there also i will enjoy materially also i will perform spirituality also because krishna clearly says in bhagavad gita bhogaishwarya bhogaishwarya prasaktanam somebody who is involved in bhoga and aishwarya enjoying sense gratification and appliances determination to practice krishna consciousness determination to practice bhakti yoga becomes very very difficult you may be putting 10 steps ahead in bhakti in the practicing your devotional service your one association of material with materially oriented people makes you feel that oh i have enjoyed this so much i maybe i deserve this i've been practicing and keeping myself refrained from these things so this one time let me go and um, engage myself here and then because i'm doing all the other times devotional service i will be able to control myself i will be able to come back 
you know, if we think like that and go, no, mind and maya are so strong that they are going to pull us even more back into that. So we need to be very, very careful of our association. Definitely we have to pair up, we have to voluntarily make our, uh, uh, our association with people who are very sincere, very serious in their Krishna consciousness. And I agree for maintaining our day-to-day -day life because we are all in, we are all in Grihastha Ashrama. We need knowledge about, uh, maintaining our Grihastha's life, material life. But we should not be putting too much effort into that, like, dogs and asses like you know working very hard trying to save every penny doing so much because it all requires so much effort see I was listening um, a lecture and I think I, I remember quoting this this is from Radhisham Prabhu's lecture once I was listening like uh, there was a person who was very regular to temple and who was associating with temple a lot and he got married um, and after marriage, um, because he wanted a bigger house, not a house which is closer to temple, which is very small or anything. So he moved out uh, from the neighborhood of the temple and went very far away. And that house also costed a lot. Uh, then after that, they stopped seeing him frequently in temple. So then Prabhu asked, like, what happened? No, Prabhu, my house is so far away and it's also expensive. So I have to do extra work to pay for that house. So his frequent coming to temple has now uh, he he's not now coming frequently to temple he's not now associating with temple uh, so his devotional service went away because he has put an extra effort on his material friend which is taking a lot of time and energy and he doesn't have more energy and time to perform the devotional service so at any point of time when we are adding the material things to our life um, we need to know, we need to understand that we only have a limited time and limited energy and how we spend this. And if this is something which have, which, um, which we cannot increase or which cannot, which we cannot buy by any of the material opulences that we are getting. Um, so we need to be very wise. Our mind attracts us to so many things materially and it keeps, um, it, it keeps reasoning out them, suggesting. But we need to keep that uh, in a, uh, in a way that we should be never leaving Krishna's association and always Krishna should be center because we are not at that level where we voluntarily keep Krishna in the center we, where we are automatically spontaneously creeping Krishna in center and everything material goes away when we are in the sadhana stage when we are sadhana bhaktas this step should this choice we have to make voluntarily every time when we are progressing then it comes automatic until it becomes automatic, it becomes our second nature. Every choice that we are making, every attempt that we are making, we should be making in such a way that it takes us closer to Krishna, not far away from Krishna. Because Prabhupada mentions in this purport, see how these people who are born into Brahmanas and aristocrat families, they are given that position to practice, to continue their Bhakti Yoga with less pain. Um, and then or engage more people in Bhakti Yoga. But because they made a bad choice, because of bad association, one often forgets that his prestigious position has been given to him by Supreme Personality of Godhead and he misuses it by performing various kinds of so-called ignas like Kali Puja, Durga Puja in which poor animals are sacrificed. So either they perform these kind of ignas and to show their, uh, 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 to show their opulence 
and kill the animals or what we do what many uh, many of the other people do is like they engage themselves with people with bad association who who always enjoy sense gratification and they forget continuing their bhakti yoga so this happens because of our association how such a person is punished is described in hearing the word dhamba agneshu in in this is in this verse is significant if one violates the vedic instructions by performing agna and simply makes a show of sacrifice for the purpose of killing animals he is punishable after death so they they are in olden days as prabhupad mentions in this purport a small goat is given as a sacrifice not like you you grow the goats in your farm you grow the um, uh, other animals in your farm i know you are even growing them for the for the thought that you are going to kill them so you see how many days you are indulging yourself in that sinful activity how much planning we are doing in in doing that kind of a sinful activity you know if one violate vedic instructions where performing agna and simply makes a show of sacrifice for the purpose of killing animals he is punishable after death in calcutta there are many slaughter houses where animal flesh is sold that has supposedly been offered in sacrifice before the goddess kali the shastras enjoin that one can sacrifice a small goat before the goddess kali once a month now nowhere is it said that one can maintain a slaughter house in the name of temple worship and daily kill animals unnecessarily so people exploit the shastra also and then they exceptions they make it every day um and then the things that has to be done every day they make it as exceptions see all of us have different kinds of dharmas our nitya dharma our eternal dharma is the chanting of the holy name of the lord because we are all souls and the only dharma that is constant is that our relationship with our lord supreme personality of godhead we are souls and we are part and parcel of him and we are his eternal servants and he is our eternal master so our nitya dharma whatsoever happening in our house good bad auspicious inauspicious things healthy not healthy whatsoever it may be our nitya dharma is to associate ourselves with our supreme lord and chant the holy names of the lord our naimittika dharma or vishesha dharmas is uh, different but people here forget their nitya dharma of chanting the holy names of the lord and the exception that you can sacrifice an animal on a particular instant and the ritvik who is doing that the person who is doing that the pujari who is doing that should be well qualified so that he can chant properly the mantras he himself should follow the all the rules and regulations and he should be in a position where he can invoke that power in those mantras and give that goat that is getting slaughtered a higher life so that's the whole purpose of doing that and then uh, distribute that as uh, as prasad whatever but not like maintain slaughter houses and uh, and engage in uh, engage in this kind of a violence uh, in that kind of a sinful activity and uh, satisfy our tongue tongue is difficult to tongue if we can control our tongue if we can use our tongue i was reading i think on a new year day we had a chanting session i will try to get that quote um, again so we have all the devotees have taken a responsibility of reading prabhupada's quote and chant um to begin the 2023 and there was one quote where prabhupada says like krishna enters through your tongue mouth because everything starts with 
tongue like you know tongue we chant the holy names of the lord using our tongue when we are making use of our tongue in a right way eating prasadam vacho vegam etc of instructions if we can control tongue and engage it in eating prasadam of the lord if we can take uh, control our tongue and engage it in chanting of the holy names of the lord and take a oath that i won't be doing anything with this tongue which is going to push me towards sinful activities being hurtful to others being mean to others talking meanly with others or uh, um, or engaging it in uh, meat eating so if we can control our tongue so many things fall in place um so and krishna also enters into our life through our tongue by chanting by speaking about him by discussing about him by asking about him so tongue plays an important role at the same time tongue is difficult to control so if we can get a control on our tongue we will be going in the right path progressing in our spiritual life otherwise all of us who does not control and engage in killing of animals for showing our prestige we will be going to the hell visheshana after the death where um uh the yamadutas are going to give us unlimited pain so i'll go to the 26 verse also and conclude today's session yes why yes. have i harikulmati mataji actually uh, quite some time back amrita madhavi mataji joined but i just didn't oh. want to interrupt because you were finishing up so maybe uh, oh yeah mataji please thank you for stopping me No, no. Actually, I was thinking we covered twenty-four and twenty-five, uh, right? Yeah. So maybe Mataji can also give us a summary. So we have a class from both of you. Sure, so sure. I would love to hear. Yeah, you can just greet her. She's on the call. Mataji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri Lakshmi and Guru Maharaj. Um, and please forgive me. I didn't look at the list, so I didn't notice that you have joined. Sorry. No, Yeah, Mataji also forgot about the call. Just you know, she messaged me and I just saw. So, Mataji, are you there? I think Mataji is muted. Yes. Please accept my humble obeisances. I am extremely sorry, my dear devotees. Please forgive me. I was totally lost. I I always tell my family members, today I have a class. Today I have a class. Today I thought I will not inform them. <laughs> and when the time comes i thought i will uh, do the needful because i didn't tell uh, it didn't register again and again in my head yesterday midnight i saw there's a class and i was happy to take it but i forgot and i was uh, um, very happy how vanamali mataji is very nicely explaining um, so uh, i don't really know if i should really explain it's all about what um, what punishment you get uh, where you will go you know that is uh, 26th verse in short because mataji has already spoken i think i was supposed to start with the 25th no? 26th right 26th mataji 24th yeah 20, yes um 24th mataji so mataji can you explain to us explain to us yes a little bit bit means uh, i have the book in my hand that is bhagavad subodini whatever highlights it is given i will just read out because mataji vanamali mataji has put her heart and she was giving i was listening to her class because uh, i felt i am not qualified to give a class today if i am so careless so someone who is sincerely depending on the lord and on the spot when the call comes and if some devotee is uh, very nicely putting their effort then it is they who will be empowered for that verse 
and they would have spoken exactly what um, the everyone have to listen so they have prayed uh, for empowerment so definitely i have um, uh, i don't think i should add anything but i can just read what bhagavat subodhini says as a summary for the 24th verse all it will take just half half minute um 24th verse uh, of this canto 5 chapter 26 verse number 24 says if men of the higher classes take their pet dogs or asses to hunt and kill animals unnecessarily you know then uh, yamadutas make him their target and pierce him with arrows prana rodha arrows you know that word is highlighted here actually um so uh, this uh, you know the hell hell name is called prana rodha what is the sin and what is the description of suffering that is what is told the description of um, um the sin in this life here is if men of the higher classes take their pet dogs or asses to hunt and kill animals that is sin unnecessarily when it is done and what is the suffering the suffering is the yamadutas make him their target and pierce him with arrows in which hell pranarodha hell and 25th verse what is it said i'm just reading it out for you all sin in this life in the 25th verse is sacrificing animals for material prestige uh when you do that you know like how the kings used to go you know and hunt uh, to show their strength obviously so then what happens the yamadutas kill him after giving him unlimited pain you see um and in which hell vishasana hell you know and the 36th verse says if a foolish dvija forces his wife to drink his semen out of lusty desire foolish dvija twice born you know if he being a twice born if he does such a uh, thing then what is suffering is going to undergo he is thrown into a flowing river of semen shukranadi which he is forced to drink where in which hell in lala bhaksha hell so up to 26th verse mataji has done right the 27th verse uh, summary um, i will read after i read the verse is that all right uh hari krishna mataji yeah 24 and 25 not 26 ah okay am i right mataji right you are right yes she is right so okay 26th verse then uh, anyway i told the i read out now let us read it um i will quickly go through they're all short short things it's all about the sins and uh, you know and uh, let me tell you what i heard from his holiness radha govind the maharaj is that devotees who have chanted once hari krishna mantra they will never see hell no matter what why because um, uh, maharaj says uh, they will go back to god then they said oh so many sins we commit after chanting one time and we go, go on committing sins and we will not go to in this life only we will go no not in this life uh, you know it may take few lifetimes to for you to perfect but you will not go to hell you know that's what he said once you chant holy name is holy name is so powerful in somewhere else also we have heard right that holy name is so powerful that once if you chant um, the i think shuddha naam you know always even accidentally when you say krishna when it paints say krishna or you call somebody as krishna come here it is not uh, you know it's not up, up, nama aparad or something like that it's not um, um, you know it it is having its purity that uh, in whole life whatever sins you commit that will all get nullified so that fellow cannot go to hell then what will happen he'll again take birth in the place where he gets association of devotees 
so uh, these um, things are uh, good for us to know so that we can avoid these uh, mistakes for that reason so therefore i don't see much need to go on in great detail let's go very fast um, uh, you know uh, as purport dictates we will just speak otherwise we will keep it short so canto 5 chapter 26 verse 26 before that let me just pray narayanam namaskritya naram cheva narottamam devim sarasatim vyasam tato jemudire nashta prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavatyuttama shloki bhaktir bhavati naishtiki namam vishnupadaya krishna prishthaya bhutalai shrimachaya patak somnita namane namacharya padani taikripa pradayani kor katha dam dayanagar gram tarane नमः विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतलय श्रीमती भक्ति वेदात स्वामी नमन नमस्ते सरस्वती देवी गौरवाणी प्रचारिणी निर्विशेषोवादी पाश्चाध्यता जाय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादि गौर भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ओम तत्सत my dear devotees i put my head below your feet please forgive me and uh, please bless that i may be able to do justice to today's bhagavatam class though it is without preparation so canto uh, 5 chapter 26 verse 26 yastviha vai sarvanam bharyam dvijoreta payayati kama mohitas tam papakritam amutra reta kulyayam patayitva reta sampayanti translation by shila prabhupad canto 5 chapter 26 verse 26 jai shila prabhupad if a foolish member of the twice born classes brahmana kshatriya vaishya forces his wife to drink his semen out of lusty desire to keep her under control he is put after death into the hell known as lala bhaksha there he is thrown into a flowing river of semen which he is forced to drink purport by shri lopal jai shri lopal the practice of forcing one's wife to drink one's own semen is a black art practiced by extremely lusty persons those who practice this very abominable activity say that if a wife is forced to drink her husband's semen she remains very faithful to him generally only low class men engage in this black art but if a man born in a higher class does so after death he is put into hell known as lala bhaksha there he is immersed in the river known as shukranadi and forced to drink semen actually um, i was uh, asked to speak in hari krishna tv on uh, the topic uh, why we get this karma and all that and i was um, i was referring um, that particular um, book i am not able to now get the name uh, one particular purana garuda purana so garuda purana actually gives us a very great detail about um, what are the different sins one can do and um, what are the sins you know so i am very glad i am getting the same topic again here <laughs> that is um, what what sins you commit and um, uh, what punishments you suffer so uh, it is in that book only also you know i have read my dear friends um, towards the end there is one chapter about devotees who chant you know devotees who chant everybody else you know who do worship of vishnu also even they um, they according to that book garuda purana they also those who worship also will be going to hell but 
through other gates you know one particular gate uh, i am sorry i cannot remember because i didn't keep this notes right now in front of me um, that uh, says that in one particular there are four gates now north gate east gate west gate um, and south gate east gate and um, west i guess you know are um, people who are little pious go to hell through that and there they have nice parijata tree nice uh, pools uh, nearby uh, and all that nice uh, you know uh, water to drink and then they can go and then they will be made to sit in one particular place and then yamaraj surely comes and greets them and speaks to them with loving words and then um, you know they will be told uh, where they have to go that's all you know they will be honored there and uh, then they will be sent um, uh, but uh, the, only those sinners who are going to suffer only they are made to come through one particular gate i don't remember if it is south gate or um, north gate or something like that it's definitely not the east or west gate so in one particular gate um, Uh, they come uh, they are the sinners and in that gate there is this dirty uh, uh, vaitarini river uh, and uh, you know where they are made to uh, either swim in that river or um, uh, things like that and then they will be uh, yes as as it is told here you know they will be made to drink um, all these abominable things like uh, i don't remember exactly blood pus i think that's what i read and maybe urine so here see it says that lala bhaksha you know so where uh, he is immersed in the river known as shukranadi and forced to drink semen so like this there are different like vaitarini river there are different rivers like shukranadi or whatever so um, you know people are punished very badly um so um it's it's not for and after saying all that after saying that even those pious people enter the hell and they get out you know um uh, and sinners will just enter the hell and they take punishments after saying that in the next chapter it says about the devotees devotees they don't even enter the hell you know i'm i'm shocked i was garuda purana says that devotees they don't even enter the hell and uh, they go straight to wherever they have to go so that is why it connected uh, i understood correctly why radhagovind maharaj was saying that um, you know uh, devotees who have chanted once they will not even visit hell even if they have committed sins so that does not mean now we should start committing sins because if you commit sins now what is the danger for us devotees if we commit sins is that we we may not go to hell but we will come back here again and again and and here things are getting worser and worser in kali yuga and um, it's also no less than hell for our mind for our uh, tendency to enjoy when we are deprived of that enjoyment it is going to be very very painful so uh, you know in hell it is physically you are undergoing lot of pain here you will undergo mentally pain why should we come here you know uh, we should plan to go back to god it for which we should not do these sins therefore by avoiding these sins we can um, go back to god it in this very lifetime that's a proposed simply follow four regulative principles and chant we can go back to god it yes and then the next uh, verse uh, chapter 5 chapter 26 verse number 27 yet we have why oh time is up it's already 653 um uh, so uh, i can uh, read out uh, this one particular words for you because i joined late and the next words also because there's no purport and the next words has a short purport so can i extend by 10 more minutes uh, uh, my dear friends is it okay or is it late should we stop here
No, Mataji, please so continue. Please continue. We are learning a lot of verses from you. Yes, we'll cover them. Mataji also dressed us nicely. Please continue. Please continue. Okay, we'll continue for ten moments. Canto five, chapter twenty-six, verse twenty-seven. Yetvihavai dasyavaho gnida garada graman sarthan va vilumpanti rajano rajabhatava tamschapi hi parithya yamaduta vajra damstra swana sapta satani vimshatis chasara bhasam khadanti. Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 27, translation by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. In this world, some persons are professional plunderers who set fire to others' houses or administer poison to them. Also, members of the royalty or government officials sometimes plunder mercantile men by forcing them to pay income tax and by other methods. After that, such demons are put into hell known as Sarameyadana. On the planet, there are 720 dogs with teeth as strong as thunderbolts. Under the orders of the agents of Yamaraj, these dogs voraciously divorce its sinful people. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. In the 12th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said that in this age of Kali, everyone will be extremely disturbed by three kinds of tribulations, scarcity of rain, famine, heavy taxation by the government. Because human beings are becoming more and more sinful, there will be scarcity of rain. And naturally, there no food grains will be produced. On the plea of relieving the suffering caused by ensuing famine, the government will impose heavy taxes, especially on wealthy mercantile community. In this verse, members of such a government are described as dasyu, thieves. Their main activity will be to plunder the wealth of the people, whether a highway robber, or a government thief. Such a man will be punished in his next life by being thrown into the hell known as Sarameyadana, where he will suffer greatly from the bites of ferocious dogs. You see? So people in the government, they, they take heavy taxes from the rich people who cross above salary limit. So they are also not going to escape the punishment. Um, I think that much expression is enough. We'll move to the next one. It's it's understood. Um, Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 28. Um, but before that, 20, what does this book say? Our Bhagavad Subodhini Canto 5 says, What is the sin if one is a thief, arsonist, poisoner, or a government official who plunders mercantile men? That's a sin. Suppose if he does that, then what is the punishment? 720 dogs voraciously devour him. And how are their teeth? That is like thunderbolt. And then, in which hell? Sarameyadana. So, um, that's, that's a summary. So, that, that's it. It's, it's self-explanatory. Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 28. vadanti sakshi dravya vinimaye daneva katanchit savai pretya narake vichimati adashira niravakshase yojana Satochrayadgiri Murdhna Sampatyate Yatrajalam Iva Stalam Asma Prishtam Avabhasatetad Avichimatilaso Vishiryamana Sharirona Briyamana Punar Aropito Nipatati Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 28, translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. A person who in this life bears false witness or lies while transacting business or giving charity is severely punished after death. 
by the agents of Yamaraj, such a sinful man is taken to the top of a mountain 800 miles high and thrown head first into the hell known as Avichimat. This hell has no shelter and is made of strong stone resembling the waves of water. There is no water there, however, and thus it is called Avichimat, waterless. Although the sinful man is repeatedly thrown from the mountain and his body broken to tiny pieces, he still does not die but continuously suffers chastisement. You know why we uh, don't die in hell when we are being punished? Because we are given such a special body that uh, can, keep, can be cut or torn or burnt, still we don't die. A bo body that does not die in hell is given to us so that we only suffer, suffer and suffer the torture physically, mentally. So um, uh, that is why uh, it says that um, it's broken into pieces but still he doesn't die. Because the, because the reason is if they die then the suffering ends. No, they want the suffering to go on till our sins perish. So till then the body is given that does not die. It, it can only be torn, it can be broken, um, it can be burnt, um, but it, um, it can be tortured but it, it cannot die. Canto 5 chapter 26 verse number 29. Yes, yes, Tvihavai Vipro Rajanyo Vaishova Soma Pitas Tat Kalatramva Suram Ratastopiva Pibati Pramadas Datas Tesham Nirayam Nitanam Urasi Padakramayasiva Nina Dravamanam Krishnayasam Nisinchanti, translation by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. Any Brahmana or Brahmana's wife who drinks liquor is taken by the agents of Yamaraj to the hell known as Ayahpana. This hell also awaits any Kshatriya, Vaishya or person under a vow who in illusion drinks Somarasa. In Ayahpana, the agents of Yamaraj stand on their chests and pour hot melted iron into their mouths. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. One should not be a Brahmana in name only and engage in all kinds of sinful activities, especially drinking liquor. Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and Vaishyas must behave according to their principles of their order. If they fall down to the level of Shudras who are accustomed to drink liquor, they will be punished as described herein. So you see the punishment is already described. What is the punishment? Brahmana or his wife, see, even a wife who drinks liquor, they are taken to this particular hell and um, they will be fed uh, hot molted iron and this is the picture what is there in our Bhagavad Gita as see Prabhupada has chosen nice nice pictures you know that even those who don't touch Srimad Bhagavatam if they just takes Bhagavad Gita as and just opens and sees these pictures and just reads what's below then finished, you know, if they really believe in Bhagavad Gita and uh, these pictures. See, in Bhagavad Gita, um, pictures from Bhagavatam are given so clearly. Um, so Prabhupada did his best um, so compassionately to, uh, to inspire people, you know, um, to take up Krishna consciousness. So these things are there not to make us afraid, but to say, see that path is not correct, so please take up Krishna Bhakti, you know, please take up Krishna Bhakti. Bhakti is the essence of whole of Bhagavad Gita. So I was reading uh, once upon a time Shivaram Swam Maharaj's uh, book about uh, why Prabhupada writes purports um, uh, like this, that even in Karma Yoga he speaks as Bhakti, He's, you know, in, uh, in Ashtanga Yoga also he says Bhakti.
in Bhakti Yoga also it says Bhakti. Why? Because if, if you read Krishna's uh, Sanskrit verses, it's very clear that uh, he's trying to graduate a person from karma towards um, Ashtanga Yoga, towards Bhakti, like that. The whole purpose is finally Krishna wants people to come to Bhakti. You know, because there are people of different levels, you know, different things are explained because it, it should be applicable to everyone. But uh, everyone should finally come to Bhakti. So even these uh, hell and the punishments and all these things are told not to make us scared and uh, live a life of fear here. But um, the purpose is that please take Bhakti. Don't go that side. Why, what do we say to our kids where there is shock, you know? Don't touch this, you get shock. Not to make the child uh, fearful, but to say what to do and uh, what to avoid. So what to do is the main thing. You come here, you sit here, don't go that side, you come here, let's play here. So we are, we are guiding them what to do. So Srimad Bhagavatam is a little about what not to do and a lot about what to do. In Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, what's the difference? In Bhagavad, Bhagavad Gita, finally Krishna says, Sarvadharma Parthyajya, you know, Mamekam Sharanavraja. Finally he says you surrender. What does Bhagavad say? How to surrender? When? Right at the beginning. Verse number 3. Canto number 1. Chapter number 1. Verse number 3. It very clearly says that give up everything, you know. Uh, give up all the Kaitava Dharma. Verse number 2, I guess. Sorry. Verse number 2. Give up all the Kaitava Dharma and, uh, you know, accept the path of Bhakti, you know. Means uh, all cheating religion. Give up, you know. No need of Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Simply surrender to Krishna like that. So all these things, the purpose is that we have to accept Bhakti. Now the text number 13. Um, it will another two more minutes. Um, Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 30. Atachayasthviha va atma sambhavanena svayam adamo janma tapo vidyachara varnashramavato variyasona bahu manyetasa mrutakava mrutva sharakar dame niraye vakshira nipatito duranta yatanahi ashnute Canto 5, chapter 26, verse number 30. A low-born or abominable person who in this life becomes falsely proud, thinking, I am great, and who thus fails to show proper respect to one more elevated than he by birth, austerity, education, behavior, caste, or spiritual order. He is like a dead man even in this lifetime, and after death he is thrown headfirst into the hell known as Sharakardama. There he must great suffer, there he must great suffer, great tribulation, at the hands of the agents of Yamaraj. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. One should not become falsely proud. One must be respectful towards a person more elevated than he by birth, education, behavior, caste or spiritual order. If one does not show respect to such a highly elevated person but indulges in false pride, he receives punishment in Kshara now here one point comes that when we say, uh, you know, by caste you should respect. Now uh, it is told that uh, caste is made based on guna karma vibhagasha. Chaturvarnam maya srishtam guna karma vibhagasha. Then if it is as per guna, then uh, uh, why should we uh, uh, respect caste brahmanas? If I am a Vaishnava or a Vaishnavi and uh, I am born in a Shudra family but I am a Vaishnava which means higher than a Brahmana why should I respect someone who is above Shudra like why should I respect a Kshatriya why should I respect a Vaishya why should I respect a Brahmana well Vaishnava is one who is Trinadapi Shunichena 
then if Kshatriya's level has come down, Brahmana's level has come down, then understand that everybody has come down. So in the down-down stage, you give respect. No, even you as a Kshatriya, you are not having high standard. Even as a Brahmana, is not having high standard. But still, he is born as a Brahmana, give him respect like that. So from that perspective, um, we can understand this particular verse, which says that, you know, a person who is more elevated than he by birth, means um, by birth or by caste, means that... Um, uh, means uh, you know you give respect uh, to people now this is very much understandable for Vaishnavas because we are supposed to give respect to everybody then what is the problem in respecting someone who is born higher we are supposed to respect those who are born in lower caste also and we should respect every single person and um, but we should be judgment uh, about uh, whether they are senior devotees or junior to us if they are junior though we respect we deal with them compassionately if they are equals, we, we uh, deal very um, respectfully. If they are senior, then we seek guidance from them. That difference will be there. But respect is there even for juniors. Uh, Krishna showed that by his example, by becoming charioteer of Arjuna. How he served Arjuna. So, uh, with that, we end today's session. Um, uh, if there is a question, I am open only for um, another 10 minutes because uh, actually I have a guest here who has to leave home and that is how I forgot. Uh, um, so one question I am willing to take and I beg your um, pardon for the delay. Um, so you can ask me a question in 5 minutes, uh, whatever answer I can give, I can answer. So uh, please tell me if you have any questions and please forgive me for the delay. Thank you so much for considering me even though I came late for this seva. Vanamali Mataji, my humble obeisances to you many, many times for filling the gap and making the devotees um, um, not feel the delay and uh, you saved my, um, um, my um, opportunity to commit um, offense to these wonderful devotees by cheating, by not uh, keeping up my word. Thank you, dear Vanamali Mataji. Um, you did a great job um, by taking up this seva. Hare Krishna. Any questions or comments? You're most welcome. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Madam, Pranam, all Krishna. Mataji, you're so humble. So many times you ask for apologies, but it's okay, Mataji. Because, you know, things happen. We are all in Grasta life, and, you know, things just. Um, you know, we, we forget and you know, so that way I think it is Krishna's arrangement that we had to hear from both of you today. So very nice. So Mataji, my so question Mataji, is like one thing, like we were <clears throat> reading about, uh, you know, this uh, Somarasa or the wife drinking liquor, you know, something like that. Uh, I don't know, which one was it? Uh, yes, it was uh, wife drinking, uh, any Brahmana or Brahmana's wife who drinks liquor is taken by agents of Yamaraj to hell. That is verse number 29, chapter 26, mm -hmm. Canto 5. Yes, Mantani. Yes, so in this, so in like, this, um, like um, in this 20, uh, 26, 26, you said? 29, 26th chapter, 29th verse. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like, sometimes we hear that... Uh, yeah. You know, there is uh, this Samarasa, I don't understand this Samarasa, what does it mean? And how is it connected to Lord Shiva? Like they say that Lord Shiva would, would read, uh, would, would uh, you know, drink this, so we can also drink. And it was also spoken about the poison, like, I mean, you know, uh, uh, something in connection to Lord Shiva. Is it connected or am I just uh, imagining? imagining? 
uh, you know it is not uh, here lord shiva's name does not come somarasa is a drink it's a beverage which is uh, intoxicating which is served in heaven it's like liquor it is like liquor it makes people get intoxicated so um, see shiva has drunk poison also so nowhere it is told that because he is drinking uh, he is taking bang uh, we can also take no it's not told anywhere he is taking that is his lila now narsimadev tore the chest and he drank the blood so it's not told that should drink somebody's blood it is not told so they are transcendental personalities um, divine personalities we should not compare them we should just follow what we are asked to follow what is what are we asked to follow whatever is told in bhagavad gita bhagavatam Chaitanya Charitamrita as Gaudiya Vaishnavas, for Chaitanya Charitamrita, for Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Whatever is asked to follow for us, we should just follow that. And we are not here to imitate them, Mataji. Is it clear? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, so basically, when mm -hmm. they refer to Lord Shiva, it is more referred to like the poison. Whenever we talk about in Lord Shiva, it is supposed to be like the poison he kept uh, when there was, uh, you know, like Samunt, uh, that uh, Manthan. Yes, Manthan. Manthan time, uh, yes, at the time of Manthan when the poison came out, only we sh Lord Shiva drank it. Now, how many are willing to drink poison? They don't even want to drink the poison in the relationships of the hatred of the husband or the wife. And to keep the marriage intact, they don't even want to drink that. Then how we can um, drink uh, or take bhang or something like that just because Lord Shiva is doing that. He's Lord. He is just doing something, um, you know, for Leela purpose that we should not follow. Like that. Yeah, the question was coming to me like even if we do something, we get punished. Hmm. Yes, Mataji, it was. Uh, I heard that when people take liquor, right, it's intoxication. So they they put the name that oh, you know, Lord Shiva had uh, can have uh, this thing. Why we can't have? So that's why I was, my mind was a little confused about this thing that why Lord Shiva. I mean, Lord Shiva of course can do because he's like uh, you know he's uh, also like you said transcendental and you know he's. Uh, I mean, you know, he took the whole Ganga on his head and so many other things which we, which any ordinary human being cannot do. But normally when we refer to Lord Shiva, it's not connected to liquor, it's, it's connected to uh, the uh, poison, right? Because Lord Shiva did not take any kind of a liquor or anything like that. Yes, correct, yes. Yes, I have not heard him take a liquor. Yes, part of the flow. Can please tell Yes, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhu. Please speak, Prabhu. Yeah, I, I, I have also heard that Lord Shiva has, no one Shastras has been referred to as drinking, consuming bhang. So this is mentally concocted by the people in the mode of material, I mean, Tamasic mode of ignorance. To indulge in intoxicants because a lot of followers of Lord Shiva themselves are very, I mean, in the mode of ignorance. So they want to bring bad name to Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva is a pure Vaishnava. He doesn't. He drank poison. Then that is to save us. But he, I, I heard that from Lal Govind Prabhu's lecture that. See, Lord Shiva has never been uh, mentioned in the scripture as uh, consuming bhang. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that.
and somarasa also is not uh, equivalent to liquor the liquor uh, brings one from uh, his bring one gunas down if somebody somebody is in a mode of passion after drinking liquor he will come to mode of ignorance so but somarasa elevates the uh, guna somebody is in mode of ignorance uh, sorry somebody is in mode of okay whatever lord lord guna some mode of passion uh, in the in the um, heavens after drinking somarasa his uh, mode will be elevated to uh, mode of goodness so somarasa so, somarasa uh, intoxicating but it, it is not uh, tamasic intoxication that uh, ecstasy ecstasy comes in uh, satoguna that ecstasy once gets in somarasa thank you very much yes, prabhu i did not know that thank you so much prabhu uh, his parth prabhu is uh, very expert and uh, uh, very well read and he has heard so much and he was always there when i write living blissfully he would quote from shastras about what are realizations um, uh, i would write by krishna's mercy um, because krishna says uh, you know in 15 chapter that krishna what, gives what, what, uh, what, knowledge <laughs> knowledge memory and forgetfulness 15 chapter so they um, i forgot that verse Uh, Prabhu, you know. So, uh, whatever knowledge I was getting, he was giving references. So, he is the most perfect uh, person to tell this answer. So, thank you very much, Pastor Prabhu, for your wonderful answer. I am very fallen. I, all, I, all that I have is all because of the uh, mercy of the Shuddha Vaishnavas like yourself, Mataji. And uh, all the senior Vaishnavas in the call. Oh, that is that's a very, very nice, humble soul speaking. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Thank you so much for this great help for today's class. Review the quickly review the answer. Prabhu ji is saying Somarasa uh, of uh, this uh, hellish planet and the liquor that they drink here both are intoxicating, but the liquor brings one down in the material world brings one down from passion to ignorance, but the Somarasa doesn't do that. But although it is a liquor, it is intoxicant. Is that right? 